You're listening to a Shockcast original. Shock. Welcome to TechniPod, where we talk about video games, social media, and tech-related topics so that you can learn the insights and our thoughts about the current developments of IT scene. I am Zero Aiden, and joining with me is Nov Games and our producer, Kat. Thank you so much for having me, buddy. Hello, everyone. And we are going to talk about smartphones, everyone's favorite gadgets in their pockets, and we're going to give you guys some insight when it comes to looking for smartphones. Now, I'm rocking a OnePlus 3T. It's a very old smartphone, but it's working very well for me. Nov, what kind of smartphone do you have? So, uh, I think me and Kat are quite one-sided here. I have an iPhone 12. And I have an iPhone XR, the cheaper option. <laughs> and I kind of think when you're talking about like consumer advice, right? Like mm-hmm. what phone do you go out and buy? Like I'm going to tell everybody like right now at Apple, it's like dead simple. You go in, there's pretty much either three or four phones for you to choose from for the most part. We're talking flagship phones here, not some of the older generation right. phones. And you know, if you want the cheap one, you buy the cheap one. If you want the expensive one, you buy the expensive one. That in its nutshell is the Apple purchasing experience when it comes to buying a phone. Yeah, when it comes to like Apple, you basically got stuck in the ecosystem itself. So I think that when it comes to like the platform itself is actually pretty good. Once you get into the Apple ecosystem, you get a MacBook, you get a iPhones, you get the AirPod. You basically got stuck in the ecosystem because how simple and seamless the connectivity is. Yeah, yeah. You can use like your AirPods on your Mac. You can use your AirPods just by opening the case and putting them in your ear. Like it's so simple. Everything runs on the same A-series processor. Like so everything has the perfect level of interconnection mm-hmm. in between. I hate that I love the ecosystem but oh, me too, me Apple too. really thinks about the little things in life that just makes things really easy like if my friends come over to my house and they want my Wi-Fi password they just have to connect to my Wi-Fi and I can just click oh, share and you can click share. I yeah, love exactly. it that, so that feature has been details. like a lifesaver for the most part anytime I go to anybody's house and you're like yes. a little shy to ask for the Wi-Fi <laughs> password yes and Apple then, is killing it when it comes to the details yeah they really think about like the consumer side of things and how people really use their products mm-hmm. like every time I open my AirPods case it actually shows me the battery life on both AirPods as well as the case itself mm-hmm. it's like a really easy thing to just oh yeah okay I have 50% in my AirPods case right I need to remember to charge it at some point it's a very consumer focused kind of thing but at the end of the day you have to remember the Apple tax that you're paying is actually for this specifically you're actually paying for the ease of use as a consumer for the most part but enough about Apple they do always say that Android have these technologies way earlier but why is it not as seamless though okay so here's the thing about Android they basically want to pioneer the technologies when it comes to like smartphones Apple just follow it and refine it to make it much more seamless so that's the reason why Apple don't adopt all these weird innovations when it comes to like Android market space they want to make sure that the experience for the users are foolproof so when it comes to like Android there are variety different kinds of flavors you have Samsung you have OnePlus you have Huawei you have Oppo you have Honor there's a lot of different kinds of like Android smartphones and all of them have a different kinds of features however it kind of bugs me because I want to check out LG phones but it wasn't in Malaysia market which is kind of sad because there is some kind of features that I actually looking forward to when it comes to the displays but regarding that there are a lot of really weird innovation for the past years one of them got to be the foldable smartphones the one that's been announced in the CES rollable smartphones or the one that fits around your wrist yes meant to turn it into a watch whenever you're not using it yes exactly I don't think that anyone actually wanted until they have it when it comes to like smartphones because there is like chip makers going to innovate much 
much more faster processor that's when all these phone manufacturers have to compromise a certain things for example the cameras the displays the ram the storage even we've seen apple making a shift not including a charger in the box samsung basically mocks apple until they actually did the same thing which is kind of sad i think the annoying thing about the chargers not being included in the new iphones is that they claim that it's because a lot of people already have these charging bricks but they changed the charging wire yeah which the fact meant that it uses that the type bricks c are now, useless yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, yeah it's completely true i owned an iphone 10 before this and i got the 12 now and i had no way to charge my phone when i just got the phone i had to plug it into like the type c cable in my car to charge my phone by the way how much is an apple charger oh it's 80 ringgit for just a charging brick obviously all these phone manufacturers have to consider battery life and apple is no exception you know there's a scandal way back in the days when the battery life basically got drained after the new ios updates um it's something that needs to be considered that's the reason why iphone always release every september because they know for the fact that those hardware has been obsolete for example ios 14 is basically for the newest generation for iphone all the generation only supports for a certain type of ios and apple does not support it anymore you basically have to force yourself to upgrade to a newer iphone apple want to give the best experience to their users that's the reason why you have to kind of upgrade it so like if apple's all about the user experience then what is android really all about so when it comes to like android it's more of like the experience of what kind of flavors you're looking for you have oxygen os will be for oneplus you have samsung os you have stock android will be mostly for google pixel so these kind of like features have different kinds of feedbacks for the users for example htc phone does have their own operating system for the squeezable buttons so when you squeeze it will trigger a certain macros for example so each of the operating system have to accommodate each of the devices for oxygen os there is not a lot of phone that have do not disturb button at the sides so oxygen os basically helps to determine the hardware there are a lot of different kinds of soc or system on chips and that's basically determines what kind of phones that you're looking for as well as the specification and I know for the fact that that's confused a lot of consumers. The specs, right? The actual specifications of the phones seem like they are endless. They can have like 16 different processors, like 15 different form of RAM configurations. Exactly. And how do you even know which operating system you would want? Basically, you have to read from YouTube or tech reviewers. That's why I can say when it comes to like that kind of phone. But if you guys are a photographer, for example, you guys can go for a camera that gives you a really good color accuracy. Um, You guys can look over a bunch of like YouTube channel basically do some camera comparison like mkbhd make a really good videos about it um line stat tips and make a good video about it as well when it comes to like storage most of the smartphones already started with 64 gigs of storage and that's basically the that's like bare minimum at this point so like on the flip side if let's just say you want to get a phone because you really like playing mobile game what do you think you'd recommend someone because what comes to mind automatically is actually the rog phone 3 from asus rog phone 3 is actually pretty amazing because the engineer behind the phone itself they the heat pipes, the accessories for the phone is actually pretty phenomenal. I know it's a really hard to swallow when it comes to like the price tag, but I think that ROG phone is actually future-proof. The first time I held it, right? You know when you put your phone in landscape mode, it doesn't feel right to hold when you're playing a game because yep. the charger sticks out the bottom. Exactly. This phone is rather interesting because it comes with an accessory that allows you to put the charger at the bottom underneath mm-hmm. when you're holding landscape. And also when you're holding landscape, there are triggers on both the right and left corners. It makes playing like something like a racing game really 
really, really easy. Mm-hmm. It makes playing something like FIFA really easy even. So when it comes to like Android phone, there's a lot of like really weird innovation. Motorola C has Oh, the original Moto Razor and now yeah. they've completely rebuilt it from the ground up and they made a new Moto Razor. It was amazing that the smartphone has come ways to get into this state but at the same time, I think it's in the really early states because the display itself needs to be refined. So like the whole idea of going into like a flip phone, foldable smartphone for example, right? Mm. Like where do you think something like that stems from? This is purely from a gamer's standpoint. If you want to play a rhythm games, you need a larger screen estate, right? Actually, I feel like foldable phones are designed based off Nintendo DS. I swear they drew inspiration from the DS. The Samsung Galaxy Fold. Like yeah. that thing is a unit in your hand and then you unfold it and I swear it's the size of the Nintendo DS. Kind of is, yeah. But then there are other kind of weird innovation when it comes to like smartphone. For example, notch Siri. The teardrop, the incredible notch on iPhone 10. The hole punch in Samsung. Yeah, the hole punch in Samsung. What do you guys think about the notch? I've had to live through two notches now and I absolutely hate it. I would rather have a bezel than a notch. Yeah, I'd rather have like a black bezel than a notch. Yes. I, I know there's one where you can turn like the sides of the notch into like kitty ears if you really wanted to. I, I know, oh, like, that's quite cute. There's a bunch of cool things that I've seen people do with the notch. Now, I'm not saying the notch is a bad thing. The notch kind of sparked a, a whole bunch of just, oh, that's so ugly, that's never going to sell. Mm-hmm. Surprise, surprise, it still sold really well. Yep. Then it sparked a whole bunch of mockery. Samsung went out of their way to make ads to actually mock the notch. Yeah, I think I most know. people remember that the family advertisement was one of the yeah, more popular yeah, yeah. ones. And it then also proceeded to create like its own set of like developments. Like a bunch of cool things were actually developed with the notch. You can now turn these the sides of the notch into almost anything you want. Whether it's kitty ears, you want to display extra. A clock at the top, you want to show your battery bar in percentage there. Almost anything can be done with these notches these mm-hmm. days. So which is back to what we're talking about, the foldable smartphones, right? Yeah. So that's because people generally want screen estates. The whole screen itself is basically a screen. They no don't notch, no, no whole bunch, no, no notch, literally no, no, nothing. No, no nothing. It's just like full on screen. So that's basically the way of company trying to compromise um, when it comes to like screen real estate as well as all the cameras and the sensors they have to put in. So for the most part, I don't generally mind the notch itself. But I kind of understand why people want these screen real estate as well because people generally watch content on mobile. I watch YouTube regularly on phones. I do watch Twitch regularly on phone as well. Yeah, I feel like media consumption is moving towards the phone. But for watching stuff, I still prefer bigger displays like at yeah, least I like, a laptop. I like the, the, the extra real estate like a full-size TV yeah, or I mean, like a monitor. Yeah, I mean, when you're trying you. to watch a show on your phone, you have to really squint. Imagine trying to, to read subtitles Bring it sometimes. super close <laughs> to you. Yeah. Like, imagine if you're watching anime. It's obviously, I have to read the subtitles for something like this. And no, then you're no, on no. your phone and you're like, the subtitles are like this teeny-weeny, like quarter-inch uh, line. Either they're too tiny or you're watching the subtitles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You either spend so much time watching the subtitles, you're no longer watching the show. That's the reason why people generally want to have a really big screens. And I think that how Apple compromises is they basically launch different types of model like iPhone 12, iPhone 12 Max and iPhone 12 Pro Max if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, there's also the mini, the, the budget-oriented version. Yeah, so for the Pro Max, the screen is a lot bigger compared to the rest of the smartphones and that's generally if you actually like big screens. But I think that it's really bulky for me. Yeah, it's pretty much the size of my hand. Like, I have really big hands and it still fills up the entire size of my hand for mm-hmm. the most part. Right. So what do you think about like budget Android phones like the Pocophone X3 for example. Okay, so for the Pocophone X3 or Pocophone F1, you do have to compromise a couple of things. The body itself is plastic, but with the benefits of cutting a little bit of cost for the RAM, for the processor, for the batteries, and it generally feels a really good budget smartphones. And OnePlus used to be the king of budget smartphones. And now Pocophone is trying to get into the markets. Pocophone going to be 
the next generation of OnePlus. But isn't OnePlus moving more towards the higher premium end of phones now? Yeah, because of all these um, cool technologies like for example, the display itself can run up to 144 hertz. It's like batteries move when you scroll. That's the reason why if people generally want speed but they don't mind the compromises, then get a Poker phone. I think even Xiaomi has a couple of like, from not from Xiaomi but from like Redmi specifically. Mm. There's even a couple of really really good budget phones from there too. On Samsung, I believe there is the A10? Yeah, the, the A series. Yeah, the A series. The A series and J series. Yeah, some of the budget oriented devices there too. Uh, what about some of like the lesser known companies that are also delving into like the uh, Android phone space? Okay, I'm going to talk about Malaysian market specifically, right? Yeah. Google Pixel is not really famous. I want to try Google Pixel. But the thing is in Malaysia, there's no authorized seller for Google Pixel, right? That's true. Because I considered it. But if it breaks down, where do I send it? Singapore? <laughs> send it yeah. back overseas where it came from. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like Google Pixel is not really a thing um, here in Malaysia. LG phone is not really a thing here in Malaysia as well. Anytime so soon. what are good options in Malaysia? So when it comes to like good options in Malaysia, what kind of phones that you prefer? If you like the Apple ecosystem and you don't mind stuck in the Apple ecosystem, get an iPhone. They're really pushing the technologies inside each of the iPhone, each of the generation. Actually, when- I have a question in terms of photography phones mm-hmm. because Apple is optimized right for apps like TikTok, Snapchat, Instagram mm. and Android is not. So if your main focus is videography and photography for these apps, would you still recommend Android phones? I will still recommend Android phone as well. For example, some of the sensors in Samsung Galaxy series are actually way better than iPhones, people prefer Apple because of the software side of it. If you don't mind post-editing your videos or your pictures, then get a Samsung phone. If you want like a really simple, like just snap and everything is good, get an iPhone. Yeah, iPhone- I kind of think like people who are into photography are actually going to take the photo, take the raw file itself and then continue to edit it afterwards. They don't really want like Apple's kind of software messing with it in the back while they're waiting to edit something like that. Yeah, exactly. Like if you had to go after like a, a one-size-fits-all plan for like someone to buy a f- brand new phone for example right mm-hmm. I kind of think I would highlight the fact that decide what your budget is for a phone yep, I think correct. that's like one of the most important things if you actually have a decent budget for a smartphone consider going out and getting something that gives you the best value for money of course take into consideration a couple of phones not just one maybe look at somewhere between three to five phones mm-hmm. check up a couple of reviews on YouTube or even on Instagram if you really want to especially when they just get the phone when it launches because that's the best time because they spent so much time doing everything that's possible with the phone mm-hmm. most of these tech reviewers online MKBHD Linus Tech Tips they actively take these brand new devices and they use them on a daily basis until they feel like they've had enough with the device so these people are honestly the authoritative figure when it comes to like deciding whether something is good or not now again pick a couple of devices search up a few reviews here and there make sure it fits within your budget and I'm pretty sure you'll find something that works for you so if you're really concerned about the audio jack then um, took that into consideration because most of the smartphone doesn't have audio jack that's including Android now right? that's including end right now yes do you want speed but you don't have the audio jack or you don't mind kind of like a cheaper alternative but have an audio jack and you don't mind going on your everyday life um, running a simple applications if you're a power user go for the higher end if you're just regular then go for the lower end or medium end I think that that's basically the takeaway for this episode yeah and if you're looking for a phone that doesn't even come with a charging port just wait till the iPhone 13 <laughs> <laughs> and thank you so much everyone who listening to this podcast I hope that you guys got a little bit of insight and learned a little bit about smartphones and as always I am Zero Aiden and I am Navs Games and I'll see you guys next time till then till then